<laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and shake hands with him and say, shake hands with a holy roller. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Woo. Hallelujah. John chapter number 10. Amen. Beginning in verse number 6. This parable. This parable. Sparable. Right. 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 This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. I'm so very thankful that in the house of God we can understand what things God speaks to us. I sat there this morning riveted in my pew and thought, God, thank you. I loved it so much. Brother Elder got up here. He took his time. And he spoke in such a language I could understand. Aren't you glad that the word of God's not a mystery you cannot understand? But you can understand it. Thank God for the revelation of truth. Amen. Then said Jesus unto them again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I'm the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, I want you to pay particular attention to verse number 10. Jesus went on to say, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I want you to know the ultimate objective of hell tonight, the ultimate object objective of Satan and every evil and vile and ungodly spirit inside this house tonight is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want to read that again and point something out to you I want you to take a good look at. And that's what I'm going to preach to you tonight. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. Then I want you to notice a point of punctuation in that sentence. After that statement, there is a comma. And a comma just lets us pause for a couple of moments to understand there is going to be a little bit more import, a little bit more emphasis, and a whole bunch more understanding of the statement just made. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And then he commented that sentence and said, and that they might have it, speaking of life, more abundantly. I want to preach to you tonight for a few moments. If you want to remember this by anything, I'm just going to simply entitle this, Life Beyond the Comma. Jesus said, I'm come that they might have life, comma, and that they might have it more abundantly. Have you come to find out tonight there is great life beyond the comma? Would you lift your hands and help me love the Lord? God, I praise you tonight. I feel your goodness.
has created man to succeed. I am not a secular humanist like Brother Elder preached against this, uh, this morning, but I do believe that mankind is God's greatest creation. I do not believe in just the positive uh, mental attitude or that verbal palaver that people want to speak, that blab it and grab it kind of theology. But I do want to preach to you tonight. I believe that God has intended every one of us in here tonight to succeed. I believe with everything in my heart that you and I are creatures that were not destined to fail. Firmly in my spirit tonight, I feel deeply convinced and convicted of the fact that when God created every single human inside this house tonight, in the mind and heart of God, the pulse beat of God's mind and God's heart was that somehow every one of us would rise to reach the zenith and apex of living for God like God has caused us and desired us to do. I do not believe tonight that I am preaching to failures. I do not believe tonight it is the will of God that we address individuals as those that have been or those that also run. But in my heart tonight, I believe I am preaching to a group of conquerors and victors and individuals who have set their sight to the heavens and said, God, I am going to do everything I can to make sure that I am saved. I want to preach to you tonight that there is no devil in hell or out of hell that can stand against the church when the church makes up its mind I'm going to do something for God I'm going to be saved let me preach to you tonight God did not fill you with the Holy Ghost for you to die lost and go to hell God has not taught us to swim just to let us down God's not raised us and dug us from the pit of sin only to sit back and allow the devils of hell to snatch our soul back into bondage and into destruction. I'm here to tell you you are created to be a child of God. You've been born to be a winner and excel in the things of the Lord. Dominion has been given to man. Dominion has been given to the church. If you'll read the first chapter of Genesis, like the bishop preached about this morning, you're going to find that dominion has been given to man. The earth was given to man. It was given a man to conquer, to subdue, and to govern. It was placed within the hands of Adam, a right that God gave him. He said, you name the animals. You number them. He told Adam he said all of this is thine everything that I have created I am giving it unto you all of the earth was placed under the dominion of mankind when God fashioned him in his own very image but one of the important things of that was the fact that dominion that has been offered it's not enough to wrestle down and break down every wall that would stand against it I'm here to tell you tonight some of us tonight need to learn to rise in the Holy Ghost and to begin to exercise the dominion that God has given us. I'm here to tell some people tonight, I want to preach to some saints of God tonight that's allowed the enemy and life and situation to put your head down. I'm here to preach to you tonight. God's given you dominion. God's given us power. This earth belongs to us. And it's time the church 
tries in power and exercise that which God has given it. In the scripture, you're going to find the attitude of God to be one that was a strong encouragement to his people. If you will read in the Old Testament, you will find words and phrases like some of these I will read to you tonight. You will find God telling Israel, arise. You will find him telling his people, awake. You will find him telling his people, shake off this slumber. You will find him encouraging his people, build, fight. You'll hear him crying to leadership, possess, and thou shalt surely overtake all. Amen. You hear him telling the children of God, Get your head up. Lift your eyes unto the hills from which cometh your help. I'm here to tell you tonight, God's not just filled us with the Holy Ghost just to sit upon these pews, but God's come to give us life and life more abundantly. I'm here to tell you, there is room in the Spirit. There's things that God has in store for us that He's wanting some of us to really reach out and get a hold of. Somebody clap your hands unto Him. Praise God. Praise God. I'm here to preach to you tonight. Some of us have felt a little bit intimidated perhaps because of the surge and, and the growth that some saw in the charismatic circles when they begin to walk in faith and walk in power and they begin to open their mouths and claim some things that the word of God has promised them. I refuse to take a second seat. I refuse to take a back seat. I refuse to be intimidated. My Bible teaches me that the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. I want to preach to you tonight, Hutch. God's given us the city. God's given us this city. But we need to rise in power and take it by the force of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to tell you tonight, God desires and it's been his design for us to be victorious. It is never the plan of God for us to come to the house of God and have to lick our wounds and have to hide from the braggart mouth demon. It is not the will of God that we barely slip through the doors of the sanctuary and try and find a little place to hide behind the pew. I'm here to preach to you tonight. He didn't just come to give us life. He said there is more abundance beyond life. I'm preaching to you tonight. Let's plug into the Holy Ghost. Let's reach out and get a hold of the glory of God. There is abundance in the Spirit. If somehow we can reach out and get a hold of it Christ has given us life but we've got to learn to take it some of you may look at me a little bit funny here tonight but I'm, I'm going to tell you how I feel I don't believe that to be holy you got to be poor as Job's turkey now, however long I'm here brother elders my pastor and if I get out of the book, he can come slam me down and get me back in the book, all right? But I'm preaching right now. I don't believe it is the will of God that, that we have to live in abject poverty. I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about mentally. 
I'm talking about that, 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 that space between our ears. It is not the will of God that we assume the role of a second class, second rate church on the other side of the tracks. It is not the will of God that we assume the role that, well, we're the despised and, 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 the, and the rejected and the outcast or, or the black sheep of this city. It is not the will of God that we get on the defensive and begin to feel like, hey, we got to justify everything we're doing. I'm here to tell you, we're not on the bottom of the totem pole. We're on the top of this thing. We're not answering to nobody in this city except for Jesus Christ. And he said, arise and take the city. I'm preaching to you. We need to plug into the glory of the Holy Ghost and learn to walk in the power of God and walk in the Spirit. There's life. I'm telling you, there's life. There's life. Thank God for chicken soup. But I don't think it hurt us every now and then to be able to eat chicken. Thank God for gravy and the beans. But I don't think every now and then it's wrong for us to understand. God don't mind us eating a good old hunk of ham. I don't find any spiritual glory in being a pauper. I don't find any spiritual glory in being destitute. I don't find any spiritual glory and power of not having two pennies to rub together. I'm here to tell some of you, you need to rise in every aspect of your life and say, I ain't taking this sitting down anymore. I'm the child of God. I'm the son of God. God has created me to excel and be the child of the Lord. Well, I believe it like this. I believe it like this. I said, I believe it like this. I don't believe you got to live on welfare to be holy. I believe you can make money and support the kingdom of God. Ain't nothing wrong with wearing a nice clothing and a pair of shoes. I say it's time for some of us to say, hey, God, you created me to succeed. You created me to be a success. You created me, God, to have power over this world. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God for it. I know what it is, friend, not to have nothing to stink a skillet. But I'm also here to tell you, I know what it is for God to open the windows of heaven and pour out more than I can receive. And I want to tell you, I want to live where the blessings are. I want to walk to the glory. I want to lift my hands and feel the unction of God. But some of us are going to have to rise. Rise and possess it. Well, how do you do this? Well, first of all, you've got to work. What's Brother Elder been telling you? Nothing. You told me any of this? Some of you getting kind of quiet on me now. <laughs> Some of you figuring to check out on me right now. What good do we do if we can run around these aisles 59 times and bounce off the front and back wall if we can't keep a job and supply for our family and further the kingdom of God? What good are we doing? 
What are you preaching, preacher? i tell you what I'm preaching. I'm preaching it takes money to move the gospel. I'm preaching we got to learn. If we're going to reach our world, we got to throw every shoulder to the wheel. we got to say, God, somehow I'm going to reach this city. Somehow, God, we're going to get this gospel out. Somehow, God, i got to quit having my little pity party and crying in my soup and say, get up, boy. Grab yourself by the nap of the neck and say, I'm a child of God. I belong to God and get up and live for him hallelujah what did Jesus say amen preacher aren't you getting off kind of weird no I'm not aren't you getting messed up no I'm not you know what Jesus said he said fear not little flock it's your father's good pleasure to give unto you the kingdom for so long we have thought that we just can see glimpses of it and just have taste of it I'm here to tell you I have got a conviction that God wants to give me his kingdom not just a part of it not just a tithe of it but in my heart I say God I want the kingdom of heaven I want the kingdom of God I want everything that you have let's get rid of our fear and our intimidation and understand God wants to give us his kingdom fear not little flock it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom and we sit back intimidated bearing diseases and carrying sicknesses because we wonder what somebody going to say if I step out on a limb of faith and say God I'm getting my healing right now I'll tell you what God will say he'll say don't fear baby it's my pleasure to give you the kingdom don't fear brother you go ahead and get your healing don't fear I'm here to preach to you tonight it's God's will to pour out his Holy Ghost in Hutchinson it's the desire of God to pour out his glory God yearns tonight to rock this city in Holy Ghost power but somebody's got to be willing to get up and take the city fear not fear not little flock it's his good pleasure we come in here oh lord I'm in one of them moods we come into the house of God why is it on Sunday night you feel like you can have better church than you do the rest of the week? Let me tell you why. It's because your faith is in your relationship with Him instead of your faith being in Him. Let me say that again. You've got more faith in your relationship with Him than you do in Him. We've been in church all day long. We hadn't been out there listening to them cuss and spit beer in our face and all that. We prayed today. We woke up with them in our mind. We came to church this morning. We had the Word of God preached to us. We, we spent time in prayer. And so we walked through those doors back there. And, and we've got kind of a little bit of a, a right kind of attitude in our heart that says, I can reach out and touch Him because they'll hear me. We're going to have church tonight because it's Sunday night. I want to tell you tonight, it's His good pleasure to pour out the glory of God on a Monday night prayer meeting. It's the pleasure of God to pour out the Holy Ghost on the workplace. It's the pleasure of God for the glory of the Holy Ghost to fall in the bank or fall in the gas station or fall in the supermarket. Let's not fear God. Let's let God pour out His glory anywhere in this town He wants to. 
Fear not, little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure right now for you to lift your heart to God. And God's saying, I want to touch you right where you are. Hallelujah. 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 Fear not, little flock. It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Well, what's the kingdom? Well, I don't know what you say, but I know what the Bible says. The Bible says in the book of Romans that the kingdom of heaven is not meat nor drink, but it's righteousness, it's peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. 14 of 7 of Romans. The kingdom of heaven are not ethereal things. The kingdom of heaven is not stuff we drink and eat. What's happening inside of us here tonight is not the result of a pill that we swallowed or, or a drink we drank or, or some kind of a meal that we ate. The reaction that you see in our lives tonight is the fruit of an understanding that God is wanting to pour out His kingdom inside of me. The reaction you see in hearts tonight that make them want to jump and run and laugh and cry all at the same time and then weep and then talk in tongues is the fact that God is saying, I want to pour out my kingdom. I want to give my kingdom. And somebody is going to stand up where they are and say, God, if you're wanting to pour it out, I'm wanting to receive it right now. If you're wanting to touch somebody, touch me. The kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. It is a kingdom without end. First Corinthians chapter 4, Paul wrote to the church at Corinth and said, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. I said the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. The kingdom of God is not in the espousing of your lips or your ability to run off how long you've been going to church. But the kingdom of God is a physical evidence of the power of God that begins to burn in your life. I'm here to tell you tonight, when you've got the kingdom burning in you, the power's in you. When the kingdom's moving in you, the power's moving in you. And God's saying, don't fear church. I want to give you Holy Ghost power that'll shake this city. Fear not, little flock. That is why Jesus, in teaching his disciples to pray, he taught them to pray, Our Father which art in heaven, and on and on and on and on. And finally, he taught them to pray, Thy kingdom come. Oh, to understand the desire of God tonight. More concerned than God is in your attendance. God is concerned tonight that a heart will be lifted to God and say, oh God, I want your kingdom to come in me. I recognize I've just been existing. I've been living life, but not really life abundantly. I've just kind of been going through the emotions. But friend, I'm preaching to you tonight. There's more on the other side of the comma than there is before it. There's abundant life. If you plug into the Holy Ghost, there's power. If you plug into the mind of the Spirit. There's deliverance if you get beyond the norm and say, I want to walk with you. I want to live with you, God. I'm here to commune with you. The kingdom, the kingdom is in you. I think we ought to lift our hands right now and talk to God. 
Hallelujah. Some of you right now need to allow the kingdom of God to come right this very moment. Some of you right where you are, you need to plug into the mind of God. You need to say, hey God, I'm here, but here is not enough. I need to feel the power of God. I need to plug into the spirit. Loose the kingdom of God in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I preach my heart tonight, Hutchison? Sometimes we thought wrong and we look at it wrong. Well, we can't really shake this city until we get a certain size or until we get so much money. The Bible says it's not by might and it's not by power, but it is by my spirit, saith the Lord. I'm preaching to you tonight. We need to step beyond the comma and begin to walk in the Holy Ghost and say, Spirit of God, you do it. Come on, child of God. It's not by ability or talent or money. It's by the Spirit of God. I said it's not by education. It's not by wealth. It's not by ability or inability. It's all by the loosing of the kingdom of God in our hearts. Let's let God go to work. When God gives... He gives to excess. Oh, hallelujah. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost wants to talk to some people in this church for a few minutes here tonight. Amen. God's going to reach those that don't have a spirit in a few minutes. But right now, I, I want to preach to some who believe the lie of the devil. I want to preach to some who Satan has beat down. I want to preach to some whose harps are hung on a willow. I want to preach to some whose hope has been deferred. Proverbs 13 says, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when desire cometh, it's a tree of life. I want to tell you tonight, there is nothing too big to block out the shining of the kingdom. There's no river too deep to drown the glory of God. There's no weather too cold that can quench the fire of the goodness of God. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. You need to understand that God's your father. You're not a stepchild. You're not a second class rate citizen. You are the child of God. You're the son of God. Amen. And I want the kingdom. I said I want the kingdom loosed in my life. understand you don't know my problems friend you've, you've looked at your problems so long you've got your eyes off God I want to talk to you I'm talking about a God tonight that makes axe head swims I'm talking about a God who put coins gold coins in a fish's mouth to pay the taxes I'm talking about a God tonight that can multiply fish and bread I'm talking about a God tonight that'll walk on water I'm talking about a God who has life abundant beyond the comma but somehow my God we need to get beyond the comma I said we need to get beyond the comma. We need to go beyond the normal, beyond the routine, beyond the same old Sunday night. God, I want to see your glory. I want you to walk in this house tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you tonight there's glory for somebody there's power for somebody tonight that's going to be willing to step in faith and say my God I'm going to take a leap in the Holy Ghost 
I know what I'm talking about. When God does something, He does it to excess. When's the last time you counted the sands of the sea? When's the last time you counted every drop of water that's fallen? When's the last time you dissected every snowflake falling outside this building right now? And scientists tell us no two have ever fallen alike. And then sometimes we sit in our little petty problems and allow life to jump on ourselves and push our neck down in our chest until we can't, we, all we can see is our problems. I'm here to tell you, we need the spirit of, uh, of, of the old prophet that said in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. I don't just want to look at death and dying and decay. I don't just want to look at a funeral. I don't just want to look at the problems of the world. The man of God said, I saw also the Lord. And he was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. I'm here to preach to you tonight. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what's in your life. I don't care what the devil said. I see also the Lord tonight and he's high and lifted up and his trains in the house. The influence is in the house. The glory is in the house. I refuse to look at life through normal eyes. I'm going to baptize him in the Holy Ghost and say come on God. Sit down. Science tells us. What do you think about this for a little bit? I hate the devil. And I, I'm going to tell you something. The devil's trying to oppress people in this church. He's trying to sow seeds of, of garbage in people's minds in this church. Huh? I, I've fought him before. He's stupid. He comes the same way. He's trying to put stuff on us. And then get us to say, well, I thought God said he'd never put more on you than you could bear. You know, the problem is God didn't put this on us. We put it on us. Then we want to cop out on God. Yeah. And he wants to come in the house. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you something. He don't care how many aisles you run. He doesn't care how much you shout and dance and talking. He don't give a rip about that. Excuse my language. That's Californian. What do you say here in Kansas? Rip? Okay. He don't give a rip about that. But I'll I, I tell you what he gives a rip about. How you wake up in the morning. He'll, he'll let us blow our horns here tonight and run around and bounce off walls. But if we'll roll out of bed in the morning like we rolled out this morning feeling like my God the whole world's on top of me and I, oh God please hurry up and come and we get the, 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 the terrible attitude of that old person that wrote that song I refused our church to sing this one song in the book hold the fort for I'm coming my God I ain't holding no fort for nobody I'm not on my way out I'm not about to die the devil ain't about to get me we're not going to go out of here weak and defeated we're going to go out of here in power and in glory and with the majesty of God running in our heart. Good. He don't care what we do tonight. What he does care is how we're going to face life tomorrow. He doesn't want us to roll out in the morning saying, my God, 
I just want you to know Jesus ain't nothing going to happen today you and I can't whip he f- begins to fear when you start walking around in Hutchinson saying I'm claiming this neighborhood in Jesus name I claim this place of business I don't care how big they are my God is bigger I don't care how much money they have my God owns it all I'm here to preach to you we need to get beyond the comma and understand what abundant life is all about hey friend in the kingdom everything's lovely the kingdom homos ain't running nothing (laughs) in the kingdom there ain't no recession in the kingdom there's not any unemployment in the kingdom things don't look bad in the kingdom everything's lovely everything's beautiful in fact it said it's exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us my god we we need we need to step out of hutchinson and step in the holy ghost we, we, we need to step out of Kansas and start stepping in the glory. We need to get out of the mundane life uh, that everybody else is living uh, and get elevated a little bit in the Holy Ghost uh, and say, I'm not just a pilgrim, a commoner, or no wayfarer. I am a child of God. The hand of God's on me. The anointing of God's on me. I'm going to do something for the kingdom. Now God, when God does things, he gets kind of freaked out and just starts going wild. When God made sand, he made more sand than anybody would ever need. When he makes water, he makes more water than anybody could ever drink or swim in. When he makes mountains, he makes more mountains than you can scale. When he made pheasant, he made more pheasant than I can kill. When he made big old white tail bucks, he made more of them than I can kill. When he made stars. Some of us sit here thinking we're underprivileged. I want you to know, you're the highest, you're the highest, greatest creation God's ever created. There's nothing that's ever going to supersede humanity. There's nothing that's ever going to take the place uh, of someone being created in the image of God. Uh, it's time you start looking at yourself a little bit different. I'm not talking about being arrogant or, or heady or high-minded. I'm not talking about an attitude of pride or, or a spirit that stinks in the nostril of God. But I am talking about an attitude uh, that's going to get you off the ground uh, and make you quit groveling around uh, at the devil's feet. Why don't you get up uh, and rebuke that old liar and say, I'm going to live for God. I'm going on in the Holy Ghost. It's time to live in the kingdom. I said it's time to live in the kingdom. It's time to live in a land that flows with milk and honey. It's time to live in a land where the glory of God flows. My God. My citizenship is not in America. My citizenship is in heaven. I'm not an American first. I'm a Christian first. I fly a flag a lot greater than the stars and stripes. And I am a very proud American. Greatest nation on the earth. But my allegiance is far higher than the White House, Capitol buildings, and old glory. My allegiance is to an old bloody cross. My allegiance is to one who was and is and is to come. My allegiance is to the Lamb 
that was slain from the foundation of the earth. My allegiance is to one that is greater in me than he that's in the world. My allegiance is in one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. My allegiance is to God Almighty. My allegiance is to the Lamb of God. That's who my allegiance is tonight. That's why I want to live in the kingdom. People that don't want to live for God, I don't know what's wrong with them. I cannot understand why they would like to live in a world controlled by hell. I don't understand why they'd like to live in an existence that's really not even a life. Friend, the only way you're going to find life is in the gospel. There's no life outside of Christ. I differ with those that say the sinner's going to live forever in hell. I don't believe that. He'll die forever in hell. But there's only life in Christ. You, 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 you can't say live in hell in the same, same sentence. You can't say live in trouble in the same sentence. You can't say live in problem in the same sentence. I'm here to tell you, I want to live in a life that is more abundantly. Jesus tried to shake his people by saying the thief cometh but to kill, to steal and destroy. But I am come to give life. And he said, that just doesn't sum it up enough. He said, i got to put a comma there and say life more abundantly. I'm here to tell you tonight, all this world will do will kill, kill you, destroy you, and steal from you. All this world can do is be a big thief and a robber but somehow if you can hold the hand of God he'll give you life friend you never dream you can live I'm happy in the kingdom I'm happy loving God science says now you gotta understand the Bible records it in the beginning God the Bible just says God said let there be and there was but his let there be were to excess. Science says if we could get in a rocket tonight and we could get out in outer space and look back on the earth and survey it, we'd see that the world is tilted X amount of degrees on an invisible axis that runs from a north and south pole. And science says that this earth that you and I are a part of right now and standing on or sitting on or living on right now spins at the equator 1,000 miles an hour in a clockwise direction. You thinking with me? Tilted, invisible axis at the equator spinning 1,000 miles an hour. But right now, we're unaware of any kind of motion. But that's not all. While it's turning 1,000 miles per hour at, at, at the equator, it's rushing through space around the sun 475,000 miles an hour in a complete di different direction. So you've got 1,000 miles an hour here at the equator. And while it's doing that, it's going 475,000 miles in another direction around the sun. And while that's going on, our whole solar system, sun, moon, and nine planets, travel through space at the speed of 200,000 miles an hour in a complete opposite direction. So here we are, a thousand miles. You ever want, feel like, man, your head's spinning? You ever feel like you're going around in circles? I got an answer for you. A thousand miles an hour is this, this way. 
475,000 miles an hour that way. And then 200,000 miles an hour that way. And yet it appears to hang on nothing. And we sit here right now and don't even feel a breeze except for what this hand's given us. And all God said was, let there be. And we let the devil come and convince us that God can't take care of us. I'm telling you, he did not die for the solar system, the planet, the galaxies, earth, or any equator. He died for you. We sit here right now and it feels like it's happening effortlessly. I don't feel any mov movement or motion except that which is propelling me up on this platform. I, 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 don't, I don't feel like my head's spinning. I ain't going crazy. I don't feel like I'm flying at some combined almost 800,000 miles an hour at the same time. Do you feel that way? Your hair's not even messed up. Your poop's still blowing up there. Tell my wife sometimes, that looks like an explosion in the mattress factory. Springs everywhere. Look, you blew the box springs. <laughs> I'm just talking about because I wish I had that much. <laughs> By His Word, God spoke and so energized the orbit of the earth that it has never altered its course one time. God's Word has placed it in such a perfect orbit that if we were any closer to the sun, we'd roast. Any further from the sun, we'd freeze. Science goes on to say that the sun is approximately uh, 3 million miles in circumference. They said if you could place a, a freight train upon a track around the circumference of the sun and run that train 60 miles an hour, day and night, it would take over five years just to go around the sun one time yet science says the sun is just a medium-sized star in god's universe and some of us fret and worry that god can't heal our little bodies or take care of our little situation i'm saying why don't you step out of your trouble and walk in the kingdom for a little bit i'm saying why don't you step on the other side of the comma and learn what life more abundantly is all about why don't you say goodbye to all your hang-ups? Why don't you hang up your little petty problems? Why don't you bury your little differences in an altar and get your head off your shoelaces and say, God, help me. Forgive my unbelief, God. I want to realize that you're out there right now to help me. If somehow I'll just reach unto you, fear not, little flock. It's God's good pleasure tonight to give to Hutchinson the kingdom of God. Light travels 186,000 miles a second. A light year is the distance that light travels in a year. Somewhere around 6 trillion miles. Light takes 8 minutes to travel the 93 million miles from the sun to the earth. It takes 8 minutes to go 80, or 83 million miles. Everybody snap your finger. While you snap your finger... Light can travel around this earth seven times. And all God said was, let there be. Seven times. 186,000 miles a second. And He telling us, fear not, it's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And we look at our petty little bills and freak out and say, my God, how on earth am I going to live? Why don't we start putting it in the hands of God and walk in the kingdom for a little bit here tonight?
seven times. Boom! But the light we see that comes from the Milky Way, science says it takes 30,000 years for that light to reach us. And all God said was, let there be. And I'm, I, I'm here to tell you tonight, your God may be little, some little something hanging around your neck or something sitting on your dashboard or something hanging up on a shelf somewhere. I'm here to preach to you there is a real, righteous, powerful, holy God that's here tonight that says, I want to give you my kingdom. Scientists have estimated. Why are you saying all this? Because I made a statement that said when God gives, He gives to excess. Scientists have estimated there are 41 sextrillion stars in the universe. How many is sextrillion? You write 41 and then write zeros and we'll talk about it in the morning. To explain this, someone has calculated that you can place a billion books the size of Webster's Exhaustive Dictionary. You know that great big old dictionary you got in your office? I got one like that in, in a box. That's a Webster's Exhaustive Dictionary. They have estimated, calculated, you could put one billion of those books in the Empire State Building. But in order to have sufficient space to hold the books with the names of the stars, it would take 80 billion Empire State Buildings full of books just to hold the names of the stars. That would mean there would be 20 Empire State Buildings full of a billion books for every man, woman, boy, and girl on this earth. And it would take a combined 80 trillion years just to read aloud the name of the stars. But David said in 147th Psalm, verse 4, He telleth the stars by their name. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. He telleth a number of them. He calleth them all by their names. Some of you need to get your head up and get your heart up and get your hands up and understand, my God, if He can know every name of every star, how much more is He concerned with my life right now? How much more is God concerned with breaking into my little routine and my little order of life and helping me? I'm preaching to somebody tonight. Why don't you let your hand reach out and touch the glory of God and say, God, let your kingdom come into my life. Hallelujah. When I'm talking about the kingdom, he saves the best wine to the last. He feeds the multitudes. And there's still 12 baskets left. Come on, Hutchinson. Let's have revival in the kingdom. Let's walk in the kingdom. Let's shake our city in the kingdom. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the kingdom, there's wells, not a bucket, not a little drip, but wells of living water that spring up in my soul. In his kingdom, it's joy unspeakable. His mercy endureth forever and ever and ever. His love knows no bonds. His world is forever settled. And of the increase of his peace and government, there's going to be no end. The thief cometh but to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I'm here to give life, comma, and that more abundantly. Can I preach to you tonight? 
in the kingdom, we're not just touched, we're made whole. In His kingdom, He doesn't just heal our problems, He forgives our sins. In His kingdom, I'm not just a conqueror, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm preaching to somebody tonight, right now, right where you are, you need to start reaching out of your soul and saying, God, I need you right now. You need to elevate my sight and my vision. You need to grab me by the bootstraps and jerk me out of my little quagmire. You need to get me out of my little doldrums, out of my little problem. Hey, child of God, I'm not preaching to you about some kind of a puppet. I'm not preaching about some kind of a God that's some inflatable something that's a figment of man's, man's mind or his imagination. I'm telling you, there is a real, live, vibrant Christ that's inside this building tonight that's just begging somebody. Would you reach out and touch my kingdom because I've got life for you. Oh, somebody help me love God right now. Somebody help me love Him. Come on, let's love God. Let's love God. Let's love God. Let's love God. Come on, let's stand our feet and love Him. Let's reach high and love Him. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on, child of God. Reach out of your problems. Get out of your cave. There is a holy God here tonight that wants to take you higher than you've ever been before. Hallelujah. That's right. Lift your voice. Come on. Let's pray a little while. Let's worship a little while. Let's love God a little while. He knows where you are. He knows your situation. He knows what you're going through. Why don't you say, God, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. And take a step of faith. And say, Holy Ghost, I'm going to walk in the kingdom. The kingdom is in you. It's not me, no drink. But it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. My God, don't die in your sins. Don't go home to defeat. Don't go home to cry. Don't go home to pull the covers over your head and say, my God, what's the use of living? Hey, there's use in living in the kingdom. It's great in the kingdom. Let your kingdom come tonight, God. Let your kingdom come. Some of you tonight's never felt what you're feeling right now. You've never felt the power of God. You don't even know what to do with it. Can I tell you? Surrender to God. Surrender your will to God. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name. You need to be born again. Born into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the door. I'm the gate to the sheepfold. If any man comes in any other way except by me, He's the same as a thief and a robber. The only way you're going to get in the kingdom is through Jesus Christ. You've got to come in repenting in His name. You've got to get in being baptized in His name. You've got to get in that door being filled with the Holy Ghost in His name. Come on, church. We're going to reach out right now. We're going to love God. God's talking to somebody. God's dealing with people in the church. Hallelujah!
Hallelujah. Forget your little problem. Forget your little trouble right now. Why don't you get your eyes on the Lord? I saw also the Lord. High and lifted up. in the kingdom of God tonight. Hallelujah. The promises of God are yea and amen. He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. I'm here to preach you tonight. God will fulfill his promise. Let's act on it. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken before us. We're going to pray for people in a few minutes here that don't have the Holy Ghost. But before we do, there's some precious saints of God here tonight. It's time for you to get real honest. You, you've been tormented. You've been walking around with less than victory. Even tonight, you're trying to reach out. And you, the devil's lied to you. Your life's lied to you. Can I tell you, yesterday doesn't matter. An hour ago doesn't matter. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. I'm preaching to some people that are beat down. Some of you, your faith is... Your faith is so low it could sit on a curb and its feet couldn't touch the street. You've let the devil lie to you and cheat you and rob you. You better remember the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus is here tonight to give life and life way more abundantly. I'm not preaching about backslidden people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm preaching precious people. But some of you, you've been beat down and oppressed. It's like a dark cloud's been hanging over your head. And a wet blanket it stamps every every ounce of life out of you your joy can't last from service to service that's not the will of God it's the will of God to live in the kingdom the kingdom of heaven is not meat nor drink it's righteousness it's peace it's joy in the Holy Ghost and those of you that I'm talking to you right now I want you to come and stand up down here in front of this altar we're gonna lay hands on you in a few minutes and God's gonna deliver you right now I want you to come down here and lift your hands to God Hey, if you don't feel it, don't come. I don't want you just coming because other people come. But if in your heart you're saying, hey, preacher, that's me. That's me, man. That's me. I, I, I really need some li liberty. <laughs> I need some deliverance. I need the kingdom of God. Oh, oh, hallelujah. We're drawing a line inside Hutchinson. We're drawing a line in the spirit. We're letting the devil know tonight, devil, we are going to have an earth-shaking revival. We're going to pray every spirit of doubt and fear and unbelief out of this town and have revival in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Why don't you go ahead right now, saints of God? The kingdom of the heaven suffers violence. 
some of you need to lift your voice. Open your mouth and start praying. The rest of you tonight, would you lift your hands? Let's pray in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! We find every spirit of doubt, every spirit of unbelief. I rebuke it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Satan, the Lord rebuke thee. Spirit of fear, the Lord rebuke thee. Spirit of oppression, the Lord rebuke thee. God, I want you to lose this church in faith. I want you to lose it in the glory of God. I want you to lose your dominion in the hearts of your people. Go ahead, child of God. Let the Holy Ghost flow in your life right now. Let the Holy Ghost flow. Come on, child of God. Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let's let our mind be bathed in the Holy Ghost. We're in the kingdom. We're in the kingdom. We're in the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come! Thy kingdom come! Thy kingdom come! Hallelujah! Brother Nathan, help me lay hands on these men. Lay hands on them. Brother Bill, come up here and help me pray. Brother Elder, help me pray. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus!